0: It's time for everybody's favorite episode to return. Arbitrary list that you can get mad at me for. Grassy posse packer nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host Tom. Hopefully, I don't have to talk about Aaron Rodgers in this video and make myself cry. Grassy, and today we're bringing back the power rankings post the 2021 NFL Draft. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and a crap ton of new YouTube members. This was from the draft streams, and I'm only now getting to it, so. I apologize for making you wait. First on the Patreon side of things, we have the Fail Mary Refs. It's a great start. It's a great start. Up in their membership from $5 to $10. And we have Constantine Kober. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have... Richard Watts, Base lord, 222 Ed L, Air Whitey, Go Pack, Go Adam Schusterman. We have Brett Ford, Jeremy Boyle, The Real RMG, Joseph Joe Starr, Mexican Hippie, Big Cheese, Aiden Geds. We have PKHT Jim. We have Trevor Meese. We have David Forsier. We have Keegan Ba. We have Cameron Doyle. We have Officer Watermelon, Mr. Sports, Samuel Sones, C. Murray1124. Matthew, Rabanis, and Vort. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Nailed it. So I only thought it was appropriate to do a power rankings video. And it's on a Tuesday. It's when they usually come out during the season. So I just thought it was apropos. We're going to have the uh, draft grades for the Green Bay Packers coming out tomorrow, as well as a reaction video, as well as a stream, because... Sleep is overrated. But if you're brand new to the channel, which a bunch of you are, so hey, what's going on? Tom Grassi, good to see you. I'm sure I won't see you for very long. Instead of doing the top 32, we do the top 10 every single week during the regular season and for special occasions such as this. And so without me blabbering anymore, Let's start off with number 10. Originally, I was actually going to put the Indianapolis Colts here because I think that while they did lose some pieces on that defense and on the offensive line, they went and addressed that with the draft. However, before I see Carson Wentz play in a Colts uniform, I'm not fully there yet, but I do think the Colts are contenders this year. Instead, I'm going to go with my dark horse pick this year, and that is going to be the L.A. Chargers. That's right, folks, the Chargers. They won't be a laughing stock this year. They will be. I love what the Chargers are doing. And last year, Justin Herbert came in like a wrecking ball and was like, "Hey, remember all your draft analysts who said I was going to be bad? Don't you look dumb?" Became rookie of the year was lighting it up even though that defense didn't really want to help him at all. But then again, they had a bunch of injuries, and in the draft, they just got to be a better team. Getting Rashawn Slater at offensive tackle, getting Asante Samuel Jr. at Corner, which replaces Casey Hayward, and they already have a good offensive line too, because they got Corey Lindsley, the highest paid center in the NFL. You're welcome. They also have Brian Bulaga, Iowa, so you're welcome again. But the O-line is very, very solid. So they'll be able to protect Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler should be a monster. Of course, you got good old Keenan Allen there as well. You got Derwin James returning from injury. You got the Bosa, who's over on the defensive line. And I think that honestly. The Chargers could make some waves. They are in a bit of a tough decision, will be more tough if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos. Damn! But overall, I think the Chargers have the ability to be a top 10 team this year. And so you know what? I'm gonna go up my gut and say the Chargers are here. Then number nine, you got the San Francisco 49ers. And this is regardless of who's that quarterback. If the 49ers can remain healthy and stay out of the hospital, they are a Super Bowl contending team. That defense, especially that D-line, is monstrous. But I have no doubt that that defense is going to go back to its quarterback ruining ways. And that offense, again, regardless of who's under center, whether it's going to be Trey Lance or Jimmy G or a mixture of both, as Jimmy G will probably start and then they're going to Mitch Trubisky, that offense can be really good. They have the wide receivers. They have the running backs. I believe in the 49ers this year. They just have to stay healthy. Number 8 continuing with the NFC West. You got the Seattle Seahawks and me and Russell Wilson just have one question. Where's the O-line help? I know you only had 3 picks and you know you got to hope that Stone Forsythe is like the real deal. And listen, I like Stone Forsythe mostly just because of his name. I mean, he's an offensive lineman with the first name Stone. I mean, you really can't go wrong there. But yeah, I mean, that would make me a little bit concerned. They decide to go after a wide receiver to pair with DK Metcalf and of course Tyler Lockett so the offense could be more potent which is a good thing. But they can't be very potent if Russell Wilson is running for his life, like he was doing against the LA Rams during their wild card matchup. The Seahawks last year just couldn't get on the same page. Either their offense was really doing well and letting Russ cook, and then they started to plummet, and then the defense was like, oh yeah, no, we'll stop sucking and we'll start doing good, and they never got on the same page. So I will say the Seahawks are probably really happy about this Aaron Rodgers news, considering now they're not talking about Russell Wilson being unhappy in Seattle, which kind of just got swept under the rug. Listen, I am still hoping. That that if I can't be happy with my franchise QB, you can't either because no one can be happy. But yeah, the Seahawks are still a top 10 team. Then number seven, you got the Baltimore Ravens, which I remember (laughs) I did a Power Rankings video a couple months ago and I didn't put the Ravens on here, but I put the Steelers on here. And you would have thought the Baltimore Ravens subreddit was literally going to come and murder me. But here you go Ravens, mostly for my own protection, but here you go, you made the list. Chris Jericho, someone would be proud. They got two wide receivers in the draft after every other wide receiver in free agency. It was like, ew, no, I don't want to go with you. Building that O-line up with Ben Cleveland in the draft, and I think that Lamar Jackson should be a happy camper because him throwing the ball last year was not so great. So they got the offensive line depth, even though I know they lost you know, a tackle in free agency. So they should be able to become a more balanced offense because they already have a run game, and if you saw that video with J.K. Dobbins plowing into his trainer... That sounded really wrong. He's obviously ready for the regular season. Their defense was top 10 last year in terms of yards allowed. So I think the Ravens in a competitive division have a really, really good shot at at least making the playoffs. But from there, we'll see where they can go because they might run into the Bills or the Titans again. Number six, the world has gone mad. You got the Cleveland Browns. What the hell is going on? This team can be scary. Last year... Nearly made it to the AFC Championship game, but of course, Chad Henney ruined that for you, which is kind of funny. But that defense has been built through the draft for years. I love Greg Newsome back there. They got one of the best corners in the draft that just fell into their laps. They got JOK, who, if healthy, fell into their laps in the second round, who could be a game changer. The offense, in my opinion, they have the best running back tandem in the league with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield played well, and their receivers are pretty darn good as well. And if OBJ is back and is healthy, yeah, this team can put up some points. For me right now, I think the Browns are the favorite to win the AFC North, which is a statement I didn't think I would really say too often, but it's 2021 and here we are. Number five, you got the other LA team because they spent like a billion dollars on the stadium, the LA Rams. And the reason they're on this list is not because of the draft. No, it's it's definitely not because of the draft. I mean, they got Tutu Atwell, who I, I wanna see succeed, don't get me wrong, but he's 155 pounds. I'm terrified for him. He's going to go for a slant route and get hit by a linebacker, and they're going to pull JR out of commentary and say how he got broken in half. I'm scared. But besides that, we all know that the Rams' defense is amazing. They were really good last year, even though they couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I'm thinking about Aaron Rodgers again. The team found their running game later in the season, and I think what puts them over the edge is, of course, the addition of Matt Stafford. Now, The Rams have bet the farm and, you know, all their first round draft picks until 2024 and also all of their cap space on this move working. They have given up basically their future to try and win a bowl right now. Unfortunately for them, they are in, in my opinion, the best division in football in the NFC West. However, I think they can put it all together and they will be a top five team this year. Number four. You got the Green Bay Packers. I wish I could rank them higher. I wish I could, and if Aaron Rodgers is not on this team, they're gonna be lower. Let's not talk about that for right this second. The Packers draft, in my opinion, was great. It did exactly what it needed to do. Kevin King got burned in the NFC Championship game, great. With the first round, go get a corner, Eric Stokes, who can run a 4 2 5 Val solved that problem and decided to go get a center in the second round to address that need. They went out and got a wide receiver in Amari Rodgers, and then they continued to build on that offensive line after Rodgers got pummeled in the NFC Championship game. So for me, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, the Packers are a top three team easy because that offense really hasn't lost a step besides Jamal Williams, Tim Boyle, and of course, Corey Lindsley. But they were able to replace all of those guys. And that defense under new defensive coordinator Joe Barry, while there is a little bit of hesitation because you know the last two stints of him as DC didn't work out so well, I'm hoping this one works out better. But again, if Aaron Rodgers is not on the team, yeah. It's gonna go spiraling down. Like I'm gonna spiral into depression. Number three, you got the Buffalo Bills, you table breaking sons of guns. They're just like, give me the edge rushers! Give them to me now. Listen, the Bills' offense last year was fantastic, except for the run game. Josh Allen going out there, just making it look easy, looking like an MVP some weeks. Their offense wasn't the problem. Their problem was their anemic defense, which used to be a staple in Buffalo, but due to some injuries uh, and also just a lack of production, so the Bills decided to go back-to-back, bring in some edge rushers, and give it a little sprucing up. If that defense can match the offense's production, watch out, this is gonna be a good team that can compete with the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Remember how they saw Patrick Mahomes get murdered in the Super Bowl? They are like, yeah, we probably shouldn't let that happen again, and somewhere Andrew Luck is just shaking his head at competent AFC front offices. He's like, Patrick Mahomes, you son of a bitch. So yeah, Patrick Mahomes is gonna be well protected and anytime he is going to get sacked, an offensive lineman is going to run underneath him and lay down a pillow. Now, I will say the defense still leaves some to be desired is that their defense is like slightly above average. It's not amazing by any sense of the word, but their offense is really what makes things go. And considering they are now protecting their most valuable player, that offense should be able to go fast. And then number one, You got the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions, (sighs) Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They kept their entire starting roster, guys. Like, who does that? Like, come on. Is it the lack of income tax in Florida? Like, really? Like, what is it? Like, really? Really? Is Tom Brady giving them gift baskets of TB12 vitamins and stuff? Like, it... I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just angry. They decided to make their roster even better, which they didn't even really need to do because they won a Super Bowl. But they were just like, oh yeah, the draft, that's a thing. They went and got themselves a linebacker, a potential heir to Tom Brady. You know, no big deal. That defense is still elite. Their offense is probably not gonna lose a step unless Tom Brady finally declines. But then again, we've been saying that since, I don't know, 2012. So yeah, the Buccaneers are still the best team in the league and it makes me feel disgusting and I'm not happy about it. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think a team like the Colts should be on here? Maybe the Cardinals should be on here. What about the Saints? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pat, go.